Welcome to Writers with Wrinkles, where authors Beth McMullen and Lisa Schmidt iron out the wrinkles in writing, publishing, and everything in between, one podcast at a time. Hi, everyone. Beth and Lisa here. We are going to spend a little bit of time as kind of a bonus episode talking about book signings, because I know that until you have experienced a book signing yourself, you're probably thinking about all those movie scenes that you've seen over the years of debut authors or established authors having a book signing and there's a thousand people and the line goes out the door and it's this big glamorous kind of blowout party. And yes, sometimes that does happen. More often than not, it doesn't happen. So we're just going to talk a little bit about book signings and give a few tips of things that we've learned over the years that can help you have a successful book signing. Right, Lisa? That's why we're here today. <laughs> well, and I think, um, yes, it definitely is. And I, what sparked this uh, particular episode is that we just had a book signing and uh, it wasn't. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> it's funny now. Um, but it really sparked the need for let's have a different segment or a special segment. And, you know, it, it. there are times when people do line up out the door. And I will say it's always been I've been to signings like that. And it's always the, the YA people. The YA are like magical unicorns that attract people and, and you they go to have a- great fans. They do. Dedicated, they- <laughs> committed, they're willing to travel. They dress up. They're great, great fans for young adult. Definitely. And it is like one of those scenes because they are, and it doesn't matter if it's a debut YA, um, YA author or an established one. Um, the fans come to YA, which it's, it's magical. Every time I walk in there to a YA signing, I just look around in, you know, amazement at how many people are there and how excited they are to meet their YA authors. And so I think that is that is that kind of segment that no matter what they do, I, I feel like they're going to have a successful signing. Um, same with PB, like uh, picture books. I think they have a better chance because there's parents that are always looking for something to do with young children. And when they see there's going to be a picture book author and do a story time, that's a great activity for parents. So that's another segment that is, they have like their own um, little niche and they can do really well. So that's true. I I remember um, when my kids were little finding those picture book um, signings and going to those because that was a half an hour where I didn't have to be the entertainment and I could get this very nice author person to read them a story and, buy a book and it was all great. So yeah, that's also a a popular, popular segment. Which leads us to middle grade and adult fiction. (laughs) Right. And I have experienced, I have experienced both. And when we first started talking about 
doing this little bonus episode about book signings, I was remembering very specifically my very first book, which was an adult mystery thriller called Original Sin. And this was my first book. I loved this book. It was like my baby. It's a good book. I loved it. I loved it so much. And I still uh, think you're a spy. <laughs> My publisher was Hyperion, and they had done a really good job setting up um, a book tour for me. And I'd had like great reception at a couple of places. And then I went to this very small bookstore, actually in California, that was, um, it was like a mystery bookstore. They only sold mysteries. So I thought, great, this is going to be so, so fun. And I show up. And they have cookies and wine, and it's really cute, the store. And literally two people come, um, and one of them, I think it was just by accident. I don't think she intended to be there for me. And I just wanted to disappear into the floor like the Wicked Witch of the West, like just have me melt and vanish. (laughs) I I like want to die. I don't want to do this. This is awful. It's so humiliating. And up until that point, I didn't even realize that that was an option, like to have nobody come to, you know, you have a party and nobody comes. And it was only at that point I started talking to other authors and they're like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. So that was my first step toward managing my Hollywood expectations. You know, I had seen all these book signings and I was like, they're always going to be like that. And they're not. They're not. Um, but you should go back to the the story that prompted this whole thing. Uh, so let's just call it our first tip. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Doing a book signing, call two weeks ahead of time and make sure they have ordered your books. I know this probably sounds silly. Like, why would you have to do that? They're a bookstore. Blah. Well, we just did a bookstore or a book signing with two other authors, one very popular. Actually, the other three beside me, I will say that I called myself the dinghy in a sea of yachts for this particular signing. It was a panel with four authors, one being an uh, eight-time over, nine-time over New York Times best-selling author. So we just figured, yeah, we're good. There were rock stars. There were rock stars and then us. <laughs> but they, we got there to the signing. It was on a Sunday. It was a panel discussion. It had been cross-promoted. We'd all been promoting it. And um, it turns out that the bookstore just forgot to order our books. They didn't realize it literally until we walked in the door. So I guess they had had some staff changes. But again, a lot of this... That's the first point. Make sure they have your books. This leads into another point, which is that you are ultimately responsible, even though you're being hosted by this store. The store has so much going on. They have many, many events and many things. And you are just one of these little fishes in their sea. So you really need to be checking in with them to make sure that they are aware that you're coming and that they have your books ready and they are ready to tell people where you're going to be. Lisa and I once did a book signing at a, a lo- let's just call it a large bookstore in Southern California where they literally stashed us in the back corner with the most esoteric subject. And it was impossible to find us. I mean, it was a maze. 
It was literally a maze to find us. People who were coming had to like GPS their way to our location because <laughs> it was ridiculous. We were, I mean, literally, we were leaning over the balcony of the second floor and being like, hello down there. We're up here. Take the huge escalator, turn right at, you know, general fiction. And then when you see Stephen King, stop and turn around. You've gone too far. I mean, it was like, it was absurd. My my friend that came from Palm Springs was like, it was easier to get here from Palm Springs than it was to find you in the store. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was insane. It was totally insane. So that, so you're responsible. Check a couple weeks in advance to make sure your books are there and ask about your location in the store. So I have done, my best book signings have been when they can see you through the window of the bookstore and people just wander in. And it's a great way to capture brand new readers because people see something going on, they walk in, sometimes there's snacks, and if there's snacks, people are going to stay. But if you're tucked away in some back room or on a second floor where no one can see you, you're going to miss out on those people. So be for sure checking with the store and saying, hey, where are you going to put me? And if they say we're going to put you in the second on the second floor with the giant dust bunnies, say, can I can I go downstairs? Can I be like next to the door or something so that you're not like wandering around in, in bookstore hell lost forever? Definitely. I mean, it is location, location, location is huge. And then also making sure the staff knows that you're going to be there that day and introducing yourself to the staff, because that's another great opportunity to get to know your booksellers in there and, and talk to them. So just location, 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 make sure the staff knows you're coming in, make sure that they're prepped ahead of time, that you're prepped ahead of time. It's it's, um, it all matters. It kind of feels a little bit like theater, right? Because you're doing all this advanced work so you can get up there and talk to people for a half an hour and then sign a bunch of books. But it, it's like anything, the preparation is going to make the event way smoother and way more successful. Another thing that we were talking about kind of related to the location in the store is the timing of your event. So think about your audience. If you're writing for preschoolers, you're not going to do something at night. If you're writing for a middle grade audience, you're not going to do something during the school day. Middle grade, you also run into trouble on the weekends because kids are super overscheduled and doing a million things, which is, you know, great. I did this to my kids too, but you got to remember that if you do something at one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, 50% of the kids are going to be at their soccer games or whatever it is during that time. Okay. You know, if you're, if you're talking to an adult audience, what's a good night? Like when do people have time and space in their calendar? You can also ask the bookstore, what time slots do you have the best attendance? Because they're going to know, and that's a reflection of the local community. So that's another good thing to just put on your list to remember to do when you're planning a book signing. I would also, if you're going to be having a book signing, whether it's at a local indie or Barnes and Noble, whatever the case may be, um, go to some other events before yours and see, you know, see what's working maybe for that author, what doesn't work. It's just nice to scout it out 
and get an idea of how it may be going for you when it's your time. And also, I think this leads into setting expectations. You know, just know that there is a chance that nobody may show up for your signing, um, which happened to me. Um, it happened, and I haven't done a bunch of signings. I think when after I did this one, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never doing this again. And I had done it at um, your, it was your local bookstore, and they were lovely people, and they did a huge window display. And they'd sent out an article, written an article and sent it out to the local newspaper. And I had done an interview on the radio, the local radio, and you had promoted it. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to do a reading here and it's going to be fun. And the only people that showed up were you and then some boy who wandered in. (laughs) And I was, I remember just sitting there reading the first chapter of my book to you and this sweet little boy who ended up buying the book and sending me a really nice um, letter. But it was just, you know, and that was a whole day for me. You know, I had to drive there and set up and that was a whole Sunday. And so you that's the thing you have to think about book signings and be realistic. Like, am I really going to be able to draw a crowd that is going to make it worth my time and effort? to spend the day doing it because it may seem like it's an hour, but it's really, there's a lot more time surrounding it. So choose your, choose your locations wisely and be selective and, and set your expectations that if you do someplace, go someplace that nobody knows you and you aren't a huge author or what, you know, whatever, if you don't have a huge following or whatever the case may be. And, And again, we went to a signing where there was somebody that was a huge author and, and you, like, you know, you're a huge author and you think, oh, my God, people are going to be coming in. It's just set your expectations that it may not go as planned or it may go really well. You just never know. And try not to be disappointed if it doesn't go your way, I guess. And that's another I mean, there's so much in writing and publishing that you you kind of have to put on your Teflon suit and just let it go. Are you going to yeah. sing now that I said let it whenever I say let it go? <laughs> Lisa sings for us. But on the flip side, there's always something fun, you know, that like even with the last one, then they didn't, they forgot to order our books. I got to hang out with you and two other authors that I hadn't met. And it and was, that was actually really, really fun. It was super fun. Yeah. And I had a great time and I loved it. And it wasn't time that I felt was wasted. It was the time spent with other authors and people showed up and it was super fun and we got to talk to them. And so it didn't, you know, in the end, it really didn't matter to me because I thought, you know, this was a fun day. I got to hang out with other authors. So it just knowing that you may not be, you know, you may not sell a bunch of books, but you're probably going to connect with, like I connected with that one reader and that was really fun. And I got to see you and have lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think there's the, there's the things you don't expect right. that happen. The other thing I want to touch on is the Barnes and Noble. Which I, and I, I know there was some, you know, there was some chatter on Twitter recently and people were talking about, I'm so sad I'll never get to be in the Barnes and Noble in my neighborhood. And, you know, it's, I think it's important for, I, I don't think people know that they can reach out to their local Barnes and Noble and say, hey, I'm a local author and I would love to do a book signing there. And they, Barnes and Noble love local authors. They will, 
they did a book signing for me. They put me right up front. I convinced them that <laughs> I was going to have a huge turnout because I had been doing school visits leading up to it. And in my mind, I thought there was going to be a line of kids out the door. Well, there wasn't. I think I sold like 30 books and I got them to order 150 copies of Ollie Oxley and the Ghost. And so they lifetime supply in Folsom, California of Ollie Oxley and the Ghost. Um, so, and they didn't, I said, you, you know, just send them back. And they're like, no, no, we love local authors. We'll sell them. And so it just, don't be afraid to contact your local Barnes and Noble or the one that's close to you. If you want it in that store, contact them, you know, email them, you know, go in and introduce yourself. I think some of the, the, you know, upset over Barnes and Noble is that certain, you know, A-list authors are not going to show up in all the stores anymore. And that's primarily a middle grade. It sounds like I'm not super well versed in it yet. It sounds like it's mostly a middle grade hardcover issue, which is lousy. But if you're, you know, an up and coming brand new author, and you haven't had a huge amount of buzz, you really can kind of set your mind to talking your way into your local Barnes and Noble, you know, it's worth a shot. All they could do is say, forget it. So it's worth giving it a go. There was one more thing on my list um, before we wrap this up. And that is, so you, you, you set up a book signing at your local independent bookstore. You're super excited. You invite your friends and your family and they're all going to come and it's going to be great. But these are the same people that you probably said, Hey, help me out and pre-order my book. And they went on to, you know, whatever online service you directed them toward and bought your book. So now they're in this weird position. Do they bring their copy to the bookstore for you to sign, not having bought it at the bookstore? Or are they buying another copy at the bookstore? Um, I think you want to make sure that you are either instructing people to buy online from the bookstore that is hosting you, or you're encouraging them to wait and buy their book from that bookstore because the bookstore is a business and they need to sell books and they want to sell your books. So don't want people to be showing up with books that they purchased elsewhere because that is a little bit awkward. So, you know, either make sure that you coordinate with the bookstore and say, I have all these people that are going to be coming to my event. They're going to be buying the book, pre-ordering it because authors like pre-order buzz. Just make sure that you're giving those people direction when you announce your event. That is really good advice because I've been at signings and I've seen people bringing in their books that they purchased elsewhere. And you can almost see the the bookstore owner melting in sadness. Yes. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And you want, you know, you obviously you want them to, you want the books bought there and pre-ordered there. And so that's fabulous advice. So that is our little bonus episode on book signings. We hope we answered all of your questions. If you have more questions, by all means, put them on Twitter and we will try to answer them. So that is it for us. I will see you later, Lisa. Goodbye, Beth. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Writers with Wrinkles. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.